But we already have passports. <laughs> We're also going to participate in I'm Joe. I'm Josh. You got questions? You're feeling grounded. <laughs> Best Welcome to Feeling Grounded with your hosts, Josh and Joe. Yeah, these the the watchers and listeners don't know, but that took uh, many takes to accomplish. <laughs> yeah, will there be bloopers? I don't know. Yeah, it probably will be. I hope so. So the year challenge, Joe, you you failed it. Yeah, I I caved. Um, yeah, I but I, I I it wasn't a split decision. I had thought about it for a good six seven days. Um, I think it's good to reflect and not make any impulsive decisions. Um, but one of my main reasons for taking, I mean, you're wearing a mask and like we said before, it kind of like, it's nasty. yeah, it gets kind of nasty with that. So I'm going to wait until masks are not exactly a thing anymore because it, it might return. It might in the, in the future, but now the real question is when do you have a lengthy beard? Are you going to put any like ornaments or glitter or Viking beads in it? I've done that. Things? I've done that before. Uh, yeah. When there was uh, Christmas time, like years and years ago, I kind of bejeweled it a little bit just to see what would happen. Bejeweled, <laughs> bedazzled, bedazzled. You bedazzled. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, well, it was all. It was all blue and pink and silver. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I experimented with colors. You know. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel like this first segment is always like the status of our beards <laughs> yeah no more year the challenge yeah no more year challenge now it's right. just the, the you know our beard i mean it's us basically looking at each other um because this is the first time we've seen each other in a whole week wow how about that yeah exactly now i'm gonna point out yes i am in a closet i will say that i will admit that <laughs> My internet was bad in my office today, so I had to move into a closet further down the hall because the Wi-Fi router is in the room next to me. We wouldn't have, um, we wouldn't have known had we both put like some type of background. But sometimes yeah. those backgrounds they they never actually work. A Zoom no, background, they, they're a little fuzzy around your face and the like the edges of your body, and it's weird. So yeah, CGI has not really caught up to it. They can they can right. they, we can afford it in in movies, but not for regular us plebs <laughs> us plebs <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it i i had one i remember they, they have it on skype now too and i was skyping somebody and i put a cheeseburger in the background and now every time that i log in it's immediately a cheeseburger <laughs> i can't I, the default now is just a giant cheeseburger i've done the office background oh really like and which one which one like, like where stanley's uh, in the background and he's just working <laughs> like the talking heads like they're in the conference yeah. room and yeah. there's a wow that's great uh it's most of the time it hasn't worked out but for certain meetings i've, I've managed to make it work but sometimes <laughs> i've seen like other fails for instance um one person had a plant background mm-hmm. and a plant background? a plant a plant background like there were a couple plants and the woman's head 
was like superimposed into the so her head literally was a green like ficus <laughs> that's awesome my favorite one is the the one that uh went viral was the potato face did you see that one she no. was like a the ceo or manager or something like the head of a company or a store or something and she was doing zoom meetings you know during the during quarantine and she had a potato filter and her eyes and her mouth was imposed, superimposed on a potato. I have to find this right <laughs> she now. She couldn't shut it off. She couldn't shut it off. I must find this now. <laughs> yeah. So she just did this like really serious, like budgetary meeting. That was like her potato zoom potato. filter. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. <laughs> How do you as a person put in a potato? I, as a background? I don't know. I don't know. It must be really into her gardening, gardening, guardianing, guardianing, <laughs> gardening. Yeah, is that so silly? That's the one. That's the one. Does she right realize there. that she's a background of a potato now and didn't opt to change it? She just accepted it. I just yeah, I think she couldn't figure it out or like wasn't working, so she just left it. <laughs> I love no. Uh, here's what I'm also gonna see. Remember how we talked about clip clickbait titles? I'm just noticing this now. Buzzfeed, you know, oh. the most truthful news ever. This woman turned herself into a potato. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> With like her face, like. <laughs> Love it. It's time for Happy Crappy. All right, Joe. Do you want to do some happy crappies now? Yeah. Uh, let's go with, uh, let's do a happy first, change it up a little bit. Ooh, we're not, we're not, end. we're not, we're not tied down by, you know, yeah. starting crappies first. That's true. Unless you're feeling it. I don't know. Uh -huh. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, happy. Just like you last, uh, last week, uh, you had spring break. I'm mm -hmm. having, uh, some break time for right now. I got a week off of work. Nice. Um, so I have no idea what I'm going to do. Maybe spend some time with the fam. You should do a lot of editing and make some really cool thumbnails and posts on Instagram. It doesn't take too long. It does not take too long. And that probably is the most fun. That's good. That's good. For instance, the one that we recently did with the movie theater guy, we had that, that bow tie guy who was like, I love the MCU. And we're just it's like, oh. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. I've... I appreciated that. Adobe has served us well. So let's actually, let's plug this in right now. If you like our podcast, follow us on Feeling Grounded Podcast on Instagram. On Instagram. And then subscribe to this channel, Feeling Grounded Podcast on YouTube. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let us know. Leave some comments. So the goal of this was to like do have questions and answers and stuff like that. So if you have a question for us, it could be like the most ridiculous question ever. I don't About us or about something in general. We will Literally anything. Up. Put it in the comment section and then we will answer it in a segment as soon as we get more questions <laughs> it could be on insta or it could be on youtube we have so, multiple platforms yeah, yeah, and we're yeah. and we're going to expand this is going to be a movement mm -hmm. so if you're watching right now pause the video click on joe's face or my face pause it and leave a comment asking us a question <laughs> about anything all right cool anything cool. so, so yeah do you have any plans for your your break joe besides you, you, you want to see family i do want to see family um hopefully see uh some um some niece again she was great oh, but awesome. um will i do anything else i have nothing planned yet i think uh 
maybe have some me time, uh, probably get some hiking in the way, get some fresh air because during this time, you know, when you, when you work so much and you're tied down by a lot of obligations, you forget to have a lot of fresh air. Mm -hmm. Very true. And it's so important. Hiking is one of the best things. I love hiking. Yeah. All right. What about your, uh, happy, my happies? Well, I actually, I have two happies for you give today. Me. Give okay. it to me. My first one. I got a really great haircut and beard trim. At so this why Italian are you place. wearing a hat? Yeah, I know. That's the thing. <laughs> I was lazy today and I didn't want to do my hair. <laughs> but yeah, I won't show it because my hair is atrocious. I'll see yeah. you next week. I will normally, Joe, if you remember, I used to cut my own hair. That was my whole thing. I would trim my own beard. I would cut my own hair uh, with clippers, scissors, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I might have mentioned this in the first episode, but um, since college, that's what I've always done. I always know what I like. So I said, well, I could just do it myself. So I would. And it was, it was good. It's okay. But this is my first time going back to a barbershop in like, gosh, years probably. And so uh, what morning was it? Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. I looked up on the interwebs, what's a close barbershop that has the best ratings. I looked it up and I went at opening as soon as it opened. And it was a really interesting experience because it, everyone in there was very, very Italian, like off the boat Italian. They all, everyone in there was talking in Italian. And someone like went up to me as soon as I walked in and like motioned something to me and was speaking in Italian. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't speak Italian. Uh, sorry, I don't speak Italian. I'm very much white. I'm sorry. I can't. I don't know what you're saying to me right now. <laughs> it was, I was so awkward and uncomfortable in that in that setting. But he was motioning for me to go to, to sit. And I did. And this guy was speaking Italian the whole time. And I was like, I'm sorry. I can't. I don't know Italian. <laughs> I wish I did. But no English. Me, Nothing. No English. Okay. I mean, it was crazy. But he gave me the best darn haircut. I had ever received. And he also did my beard. I've never gotten my beard cut at one of these places before. Mm -hmm. And he did it. And he trimmed it. And it's like so nice. He did such a good job. And so I gave him a big tip. And then I paid them. And then I left. Did you notice anything about like the way he did it compared to other people who have cut your hair or beard? He did everything with clippers. And he the way he used it was kind of neat. Um, especially with the beard. Because I've never gotten like right here trimmed before. Like a separation between my lip and my mustache. I've never done that. I've always just like would cut it to my lip, but like for him to like, I don't know. Went detailed, further up? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's a little bit more space here, which I've never really had before. And then he just really detailed with like a uh, clippers again, just yeah. kind of detailed here. And like he cut like a little spot here and he did my neck and yeah. So he did, he did a really, really good job. And he used a zero clipper and he just had a comb and he did it that way. And I never done. I always do guards. I was like a four or three. Yeah. So it was, it was nuts. And he did a really good job. Huh. But I was very uncomfortable the whole time because I couldn't. I felt so out of place. <laughs> and at people and people came in <clears throat> and they were speaking in Italian. I don't know if this is like like customers. Any just... people speak English other than you? No. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. We must but, go together. We have yeah, to Yeah, we have to experience this. We have to experience. I mean, after a while, he We need realized. to learn Italian. Okay, so people in the comments, please yeah. give us something Italian that we can say, like so, a conversation starters, anything. Yeah, so if you know Italian, leave us some some good advice. But like literally, I went home and like looked up, how do I say 
thanks for the good haircut in Italian. And I like learn, I tried to learn. After you went? After I went, I went home and I was like, maybe I can learn Italian and speak to him next time. Duolingo or Babbel, whatever yeah, they use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that was my first one. A really darn good haircut and a beer trim. And my second one was uh, I had some really good chocolate chip cookie dough. Oh, <laughs> man. Blue bunny, super chunk. The chocolate chips were massive and there's so much cookie dough in it. It was the best thing ever. That must have been heaven, man. I'm going shopping. I'm going shopping today, and uh, you may have, may have just convinced me. Blue Bunny, Super Chunk, Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough. Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, I, I could go for that, please. Yeah, yeah, man, hundred percent. I'll tag okay, you so in those, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Those are my happies. So, what's your <laughs> crappy, Joe? Do you have a crappy? Oh boy. Okay, so here we go. This isn't really, it's going to be kind of anticlimactic, but it's pretty climactic for me. Here we go. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so yesterday, last night, yesterday. I, fell, I fell asleep on the couch. Ooh. And um, I don't normally do that, but I feel like when it's hotter outside, mm-hmm. it gets hotter in the, you know, uh, the place of living, it... Uh, it just makes you feel just a little bit more lazy and you don't mm. want to get up. So sure. I prefer, I preferred last night to go to sleep, of course, in my bed, like any normal person would, but I just couldn't get up. Mm. Couldn't get up from, I was watching this is spinal tap. <laughs> nice. I don't know. I just felt like it. I had never seen the movie before and it was around 11 o'clock at night I was only up for about 20 minutes and you know, it's British humor mm-hmm. and that requires a lot of attention since we're yes, not exactly does. used to it, you know, here right. in, this, in, in the, uh, in the U S of a, <laughs> um, but you know, I did not get out of my position on, uh, this couch and because of the walk felt incredibly long and I knew that mm-hmm. going in. And so I just fell asleep and woke up, uh, six o'clock in the morning in just a fetal position. <laughs> Were you sore at all? Did you have any like? No, it's a pretty no. firm couch and I was surprised. Oh, very good. Very good. Did you, um, did you watch the whole Spinal Tap or did you like fall asleep while you're watching it? Well, here's a caveat here. Mm-hmm. So I did technically watch it, but 20 minutes in, you know. Uh, so you lost it. So I did. Wa- so it was playing, but mm-hmm. you know. I've been there, been there. Uh, sometimes it's nice though like i'll admit i like sleeping on couches they can be especially if it's a nice comfortable couch and you find that right position like it's really nice it was just so humid and i i could have i don't know i didn't want to be in that position when it was humid (laughs) even though i like sleeping in warmth it was just a different type of warmth been there you know i i always think about whenever we talk i always think about our apartment experience together and I had a moment like that where I fell asleep on that nice blue couch. I don't know whose couch that was. If it was like Zach's or yours. Or... We had the opportunity to take that. Somebody did. Mm-hmm. It was really comfy. It, it like was that. the best, best couch. Wasn't it nice? It was so good. And I remember on a break, I was like the last person to leave the house to go back home. And uh, I think it was during winter break. And I was watching just YouTube videos and I fell asleep. And it was a nice. And I remember <laughs> I oh. bought Domino's. I had like four slices of Domino's pizza and I fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> was And nobody was there? Nobody was there. It was just me. Yeah. This is spring break or? 
It was winter, winter break. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I, were, I had to stay because I was working for the church. So I had to stay like through okay. most of the holiday breaks. At that point, were you working at Staples still? I was, yeah, I was. I, I quit that job in January. So this was December. So it was like just right before I quit. Oh, that man. was tough. That, that, that job was, tired you out. That was not fun. Yeah, working part-time at Staples, part-time at the church, and then full-time student was not easy <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm. but yeah i was so tired because I would, I would work evening like night shifts mm -hmm. and come home at like 11 12 p.m or a.m i guess speaking of humidity did we make that up i don't know this at all did we make that apartment warm or cold what do you think i don't know i think i feel like everyone would argue over using the heat i, I always said not to use it because of how much money the utilities were good point because um, i remember yes. we, we split it up yeah, I like, I remember I wouldn't use the heat and then the, until I was like cold in the house. And then if I, I was ever out. cold, I would go up to, cause I lived on the top floor and it was always so hot no matter what. And I was right. like, this is That's fantastic. True. This is like an Eden. <laughs> well, I told you about my story last time that our radiator was broken in my room or my, yeah, yeah, my yeah. room. So then I was always hot in there, but the rest of the house, I always, I was, I think it was cold for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Cause everyone, no one wanted to turn heat on. Anyways, so is that, oh, so you're done with your crappy? Oh, I'm done with my crappy. So it was sleeping on the couch? Yes. Cool. Mine, it's a little more serious, so I'm sorry that this isn't really funny, but. Um, no problem. My baby, the twins, they got a little sick. They had a cold. They got a cold last night. So my son, Eli, a two-year-old, he got a cold, and then he felt better after like a day. Okay. And now my the twins have it and they didn't sleep well last night. So they cried so much. <laughs> and it was it was heartbreaking. But they slept okay after they cried until like 1030. But but it's what it is. They they felt a little better this morning. They had runny noses and whatever, but but it's okay. How did you feel? I was tired. And it's the, the worst thing is hearing your children cry. That's like the worst feeling in the world. And the good Lord did that on purpose so that you would take care of them because of how awful the sound is because you want to make it stop. <laughs> yeah, because it sounds like they're literally being tortured. Yeah, yeah. Because they're so rough. cold and achy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and it's hard because you, you can't really make it stop when they're sick because then they're just they're mad that their nose is stuffy and yeah. we try to ease them with a pacifier. They can't breathe because they can't breathe out their nose mm -hmm. or their mouth. So then they get angrier and it's just kind of this cycle. But yeah but they fell asleep eventually so. Mm -hmm. so we're good we're good i remember that one time uh when i first met eli years mm -hmm. ago did we we sang to him what did we sang like octopus's garden when yeah. he was when he was being like real stubborn right right yeah he's a good kid and then he conked out mm -hmm. it, it was it was tremendous <laughs> i did not i did not think it would work i just had like something came over me yeah 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 yeah, this is their first cold. This was their first cold. I, I was going to ask about experience. that. Is it their the twins' first cold? Yeah, their first like sick experience. So they're taking it relatively okay. I will say I, like we we were blessed with really good sleepers. Like Eli mm -hmm. was such a good sleeper. He after like three months or so, he would sleep twelve hours. And the twins started at two months. They started sleeping twelve hours. So it was a oh. <laughs> God bless you you <laughs> but um yeah so we good man 
hopefully hopefully it'll be better this point around because uh i could assume that they would feel that way all angry and whatnot because they'd never ever experienced that before they literally yeah, exactly they don't know they don't know they what's probably thought on, the world you know? was ending they probably thought the world was ending <laughs> Yeah, because they don't have that logic or that like the development to really understand what's happening. So all they know is that they are feeling things that are not good. So they react because of that. So yeah, yeah. It's time for the news. All right, so. What we wanted to talk about today, this is going to be the next contentious issue, uh, in our opinion. I, I think um, the concept of vaccine passports. So mm. basically, in order to travel or enter events, businesses, uh, you might need this vaccine passport. Um, and people that have opposed this, uh, for example, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy of California, Republican, uh, he basically said this is unacceptable in a free society. So I kind of wanted to get your initial thoughts on that. Yes, yeah, so Joe, can you explain to the people what a vaccine passport is in case no one's heard of it before? Yeah, sure. So these passports are pr basically providing proof of vaccination. You know, it's either going to be a digital certificate or may possibly paper for non-tech savvy people um, mm -hmm. or maybe uh, people that really don't have a smartphone, um, which I know there are some. Um, in this digital age and then supporters um, it can ease the transition supporters have said it can ease the transition back to daily life again you know upping confidence in doing so mm. um, and you know we talked a little bit about confidence in the first episode because a lot of people uh, touching back to that first episode people f don't really feel too confident about going outside particularly older people and this doesn't really have too much to do with stay-at-home orders. It's just their feelings regarding the virus. Right. And this would, would help them, you know, feel better if they knew that more people were actually receiving the vaccination and could prove it. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I guess ultimately what it breaks down to is whether we think it's ethical to force individuals to have proof and to show it and to carry it around with them, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to say. That's hard to say. I think that you know, you, you, there's always those two sides, right? There's always the two sides that believe like, well, yeah, like, you know, the right thing to do is to, is to hold this and to, you have to carry this with you and the government should force it and legislate it so that you can prove that you were vaccinated. And if you were not, we know that you were not. So therefore, whatever. And then there's the other side that says, well, we shouldn't be forcing anything on the American people. We shouldn't be making them do something um, because that may or you know, may not be ethical to mm -hmm. force them to act a certain way to legislate and if you don't do this then there's going to be penalties and you'll be fined or you'll be you know you have to go to jail or whatever it is so there's there's you know two opinions now i always kind of lean more because i'm more of a libertarian i think that government shouldn't really tell us what to do but i i, I can see why we mm -hmm. would do this so my initial response is well you shouldn't be forced <clears throat> But if it's the right thing to do, then you should just do it, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, like kind of like an honor system. Yeah. Now, I know that most people are liars and well, not most people. <laughs> I won't say that, but I could see there are a lot of people that would say, well, no, of course I took it, you know, but I feel like you should just leave it up to us. Like if, yeah. if I, if I need to prove that I was vaccinated, like I can do that, you know? Mm -hmm. Now, 
That's really interesting that you say that because the situation that's happening right now, not sure if it'll change, but the government legally can require vaccination under, you know, there was a Supreme Court ruling, uh, Jacobson v. Massachusetts, which okay. upheld state's authority mm. to enforce these vaccination laws. Wow. But what's interesting is that the Biden administration, they decided to leave it up to the private companies. Mm. Uh, press sec Jen Psaki. She said the government is not going to, nor will ever, support a system where Americans carry this credential. Um, you know, this is something as a whole that I was kind of surprised about. Um, yeah. in, in, in the wake of what happened last March, mm-hmm. um, it seemed like people would go stir crazy over, about, over something like vaccine passports requiring them. Mm, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. I wouldn't think of them looking to, you know, align, you know, hands off kind of approach for this stuff. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, well, you know, we think about our traditional vaccination system, right? So the one that we already have now is like you receive your vaccines in order to like do certain things. So like, you mm-hmm. know, to go to school, you have to prove that you've, you know, received vaccination by law so that, you know, you don't get people sick and whatever. Um so how you do that is you just, you just show your records. And now I don't think we need to show everyone our records, mm-hmm. but I think, yeah, I don't know, Joe, what, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? It's tricky. It's a hard thing to, to walk. It is. Through. It is. And it's so new. Um, mm-hmm. Now that, now that you bring up like people, people going into school and they have to require some type of proof that their health is okay. You remember mm-hmm. how, like when we went to college there, they required certain, the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah they require certain um, vaccinations that you get. Mm-hmm. um tb yeah, so comes up mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 so i think there's there's something to that and and just including the, the concept of, of the covid vaccine uh on these lists as something they can do you know um just to make it safer for everybody but i think they wouldn't because you know they don't really see the effect on children like it's not really that big deal for kids yeah so i think that's probably why they wouldn't necessarily do that um, I don't know. You know, I'm not really a, an expert on this stuff, so it's hard for me to kind of weigh in. That's interesting that you mentioned that because it doesn't really affect kids too much. It affects more old people. Why do you think they're starting with old people uh, and people affected in hospitals, such mm-hmm. as uh, healthcare workers? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and I guess the fear is that the kids would take it home and then give it to their, you know, elderly family. So then they should, you know, be jumping on the vaccine, which I think they have been, you know, we're already up to, I think 30% have been. Are we now? Re- I haven't kept updated. The, I think we received the first vaccination was like 30%. Just in the US? Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I think okay. so. I think so. I could be wrong, but okay. Um, yeah. And then it was like 22% have received both shots, both doses. Um, I was going to say something I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, now that we just talked about the U.S., what seems to be happening right now is kind of the sort of opposite thing. In other parts of the world, like Japan, China, parts of Europe, South Korea also, seems like they're requiring or adopting some type of version of this passport. Um, mm-hmm. Israel, for example, they call them green passports. Um, you know, you have a QR code on your phone um, in order to enter public places, restaurants, wow. places. Um, even one example, Emirates Airlines, mm-hmm. they're going to be one of the first to use vaccination passports. 
and they That's go so every, and, they, and they go and they go everywhere they go to russia they go to iran mm-hmm. um just to name a, a few but I don't know whether I just looked at it a couple minutes ago. <laughs> right, right, right. But this this is so interesting because like why? Because hmm. it's like saying like if I were to go somewhere and they needed to prove that I've had my chicken pox shot or like I've had my, you know, polio shot, like mm-hmm. why do I need to prove that? Like, like it's just a normal thing that you should do and you should get and receive. Yeah. Like I don't need to prove that to people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's kind of, it just feels kind of strange to me that I have to like prove, I don't know. Cause like, even if I, if I had gotten it, I got it. And like to have the honor, I don't need to like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get too heated on this. But. No, 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 no. I think that's cool if we do, but considering that this is a new thing in the wake of a virus that just came up and affected the world a little over a year ago. Yeah. It's a, it's a fresh debate. How to respond to this stuff. Yeah. Cause it is so new and it's tough to, to deal with these scenarios. Cause we don't really know what the correct response is, you know? Yeah. Cause on the one hand, you know, things that violate users privacy, Texas governor, Greg Abbott said that mm-hmm. Florida mm-hmm. governor DeSantis basically banned uh, any concept of using um, these passports, basically saying it limits our freedoms, like we said and, before. Yeah, and so, so that's kind of been our response as the country, right? So we're, yeah. so are we, we're looking at other countries that are doing it and saying, well, yeah. maybe we shouldn't, shouldn't do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's, you know, that makes sense. Because, you know, we don't need to do that. Yeah, you lastly, me. yeah, as, as such, Lastly, this one thing I wanted to bring up, which I just mm-hmm. thought of, what if, say we get herd immunity mm-hmm. and we utilize these vaccine passports, which could make people feel more confident, right? It might, might provide users who use these vaccine passports a false sense of security, mm. especially because now we're hearing of these new variants. Right. People could still get sick. Because there, it might not, it might yeah. not be as effective as we say it is. That's very true. That is true. So there's something to that as well. That maybe, you know, yeah, yeah. Because it, it it brings people out and into the world again. And then oh, you know, new maybe the science will say, hey, things don't work as well as we thought they did. And then all of a sudden, everyone's gonna be sick because they're out and about again. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's something to that too. Hmm. I don't know. It's just it's just crazy, man. Yeah. We don't have answers all the time, and sometimes we're not looking for them. We're essentially just a new medium for us to talk about this. Yeah, exactly. Discussion's everything. We kind of come to a realization of what, what to do in these circumstances, you know, and how to handle it as citizens of the U.S. of A, baby, <laughs> which means something. <laughs> it does. <laughs> All right. Is that all you wanted to talk about with this? That's all I want. That's all I have to say about that. I well, I think it's interesting that like legally they can require vaccination. I I guess I knew that always, but I never mm-hmm. like never like sat in with me because that, that makes sense. Because that makes sense. Yeah. Because if you know we want to save the world from polio, then everyone should receive the polio vaccine. Good point. The future is inevitable, but let's travel back in time. Yeah, so starting starting today, 
it's going to be for the day that it airs, day, day, the day that it drops. So, every Wednesday. Yeah. Today's April 14th. We're in future time. We're literally <laughs> traveling, in, traveling into the future. You know what I just watched for the first time? On the Austin Powers movies. What? I've never seen them before. I've like seen scenes from them, but like you watched I watched one, two, and three. Back to back to back, baby. Oh man, <laughs> it, it got it got worse, man. Three sucks. It's so bad. <laughs> one and two are. They were they're really good, yeah. But yeah, baby. Is, yeah, baby. So I just that's what I was thinking. We're going through time when they went through the time machine. <laughs> Do you remember All that? For number- yeah, I think I think it's in three too. They both. Uh, Speaking of number two, machine. number two, you know, yeah, Rob, yeah. Not, not Rob Lowe. Is it Rob Lowe? Yeah, 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 Rob Lowe yeah. when he's younger. Yeah. Oh, Rob, Rob when he's younger, and then Robert Wagner. Right. In uh, okay, now it makes more sense because Rob, Rob. Okay. They're both named Rob. I get it now. It took me a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> I would time love to, for the I timeline. Would, I would love to talk. Uh, awesome awesome powers. powers in the future. Yeah, we can do that. We'll do that in the future. Because I have never watched Gold Member either, mm. so we'll make that entertainment at some point. Sure. Especially, because, <laughs> especially because there's going to be a new Austin Power. Maybe they've they've got really, that but there's oh. no, but there's no Vern Troyer, you know, the tiny guy who played Mini Me uh, anymore. He, he did died. he he passed away? Right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that happens with, with people who have dwarfism. Yeah, it's a shame. Okay, so April 14th, what do we got for me, Joe? Okay, so first thing I'm going to bring up is April 14th, 2000, turn of the century. We're in the digital age right now because the internet had been around for a little while at this point in time. Um, Metallica Mm. files a lawsuit against Napster, which was a new phenomenon that came out basically uh, took the world by storm or the digital world by storm in 99. So April 14th, 2000, this lawsuit basically leads the movement against file sharing programs such as Napster. Uh, We'll talk about Napster's impact in a little bit. Um, You know, the claim was in 2000, Napster encouraged users to copy songs without permission. To steal it, yeah. Yeah, it's it's stealing. Uh, And so Lars Ulrich, Lars Ulrich. It's hard to say. I I butchered it. (laughs) <laughs> he is the drummer of Metallica for people who don't know uh, much of metal bands. But he said that our music is being traded as a commodity rather than being sold as art. Mm-hmm. Encouraging privacy. P- privacy. No, not privacy. Piracy. Piracy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Napster, uh, it's just, it was just the beginning. The beginning of the end for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, Napster was the beginning for something totally new, that which we are living in. Mm-hmm. Um, Napster shut down their server after April. It, it, it shut down back in like July of 2001. So about a, year, a little over a year later, they reopened in September of 01, paying over $25 million in, you know, past and future damages. And- yeah. Um, and you know, the writing was on the wall, uh, already. So it, they were still a site, but they, you know, had to you know buy in order to share though that music for people because it was still out like in 2006 when i first started looking at this stuff mm-hmm. but you had things like limewire limewire yep um and i remember limewire you get all those viruses yeah oh my gosh. <laughs> it was bad oh my gosh 
But for after what Napster did, music sales tumbled. It really did. That kind of, yeah. And so that's why this whole thing was really looked very negatively because mm -hmm. people saw this as an like, opportunity to, to share in the music and to, to listen to stuff and to have his copies and to, you know, take advantage of this. And then, of course, you know, they weren't getting paid for it. Yeah. So I can understand why people understand would want it. to share that music. Um, mm -hmm. It's like you're sharing uh, your CD with a friend or something like that. And then you make a copy, you burn the CD, which mm -hmm. no one would know. But when it's in the Internet age, it's public. Right. Yeah, still. Exactly. I didn't quite understand that um, at the time. So I remember when all this news came out, like I remember watching it on the news and, and kind of seeing this and, and remember the backlash that happened um, where, because it was such a different time, you know what I mean? Because like mm -hmm. streaming and stuff like wasn't, it was just kind of formulating this idea mm -hmm. of listening to music online. And um, so then they had all these laws for the licensing and the copyright and all this stuff that wasn't really being utilized. And of course, they weren't getting paid for all of this, the sharing of all of their songs and all this. There's another band that did it too, um, Tool. They were really big on this Tool. too. And, um, and why so they, metal? Why metal bands? Why did they speak like this? I wonder. Because they're probably more aggressive than other <laughs> than other people, you know. Fair. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I remember when this happened. Yeah, the same with like LimeWire and Napster and like all the stuff got got wrecked. And I remember as a kid, Windows Media Player. So this before it, like now, it's just like how you can utilize the files you already have. Mm -hmm. It was kind of the same way. I remember as a kid, we would have it on our on our computer, you know, the old, ancient, big, giant, fat computers. Mm -hmm. um, and it was the same thing. You can look up any song you wanted, and you can play and listen to anything. And you can you could even download it. Mm -hmm. um, because before, they really understood licensing and paying the artists and all this stuff. Um, and I remember when the shift happens, when this lawsuit kind of occurred, it disappeared. You know, like, you couldn't do that anymore. You couldn't listen to to the songs and they kind of had to like re you know rethink their model mm -hmm. um to now buying and paying for the, the, the songs yeah when it took a tumble for these record businesses their revenue it's it's rising again now its peak i think was like in 1999 mm -hmm. right before napster really hit its stride um but i i totally agree with you yeah um and they no. do it right now. And it's funny because then they, they, they took a step back, like Metallica, Tool, like even the Beatles for a time, they weren't on any any platform. No. They just like so they just went away because like, nope, these things are bad. Like, I'm not going to do it. We're not making enough money from it, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, everyone jumped back on it because they realize how much money is in these streaming services yep. now. Stuff like you know, Apple Music and mm -hmm. you know Google Play Music and all the stuff. Spotify, YouTube. Spotify, I mean, everything now. Everything. So everyone is back on it because they realize, oh, there is money to be made, you know, yeah. through these companies. It took, it took about it. 15 years for them to realize this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It did. It did. But they, uh, yeah, it's just funny. It's funny how we see that kind of change, you know. Yeah. It's interesting how it's going to be in the next 15 years, what, yeah, what it could evolve next. into or devolve into maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think a lot more people seem to be more fans of analog. I am oh, too. Yeah. yeah. I definitely I'm, I'm too the and there's something to be said about that you know vinyl for example is like really coming back and I love vinyl I love it and I know it's so cliche and kind of hipsterish to say that but um I like it I like it because there's a purity there that get, that does get lost through streaming yeah there, there's nothing wrong with going back to analog you see a lot more 
mainstream stores such as uh, Barnes and Noble, uh, Best Buy actually sharing these uh, turntables now mm-hmm. and selling them and, and selling vinyl records now. Yeah, yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Yeah, I have a, I have a whole vinyl collection that I have now. It's just fun. But yeah, so that's it. So that's the beginning, beginning of the end for, for the music and then a rise again for <laughs> these digital platforms. Awesome. All right, so what did give, you want to talk me, about next? Give, give me oh, one. Yeah. All right. So today, April 14th, 1912. Okay. Joe, have you ever heard about the Titanic before? Um. Yeah, it rings a bell. Yeah, you may have heard about it. You know, there's this little ship, this little tragedy that occurred little boat. many, many years ago. little boat. little boat that just, as, you know. As, as Forrest Gump would say, I got a real big boat. <laughs> yeah. So the freaking Titanic at 11.40 p.m. on April 14th, 1912, it struck the iceberg, the iceberg. And then um, this happened, the whole thing with the Titanic happened, which is crazy, crazy to think about. Crazy. Oh, but this was that this was the day. Um, so if you remember the Titanic, right, it was created in, I don't know, 1910. It was like built, commissioned by this company who, to, who actually built three, what they called Olympic class ships that they would use two of them were used for wartime battles and stuff like that and then the one was used as just like a cruise line passenger or whatever for fun right right um so there's three of them there's three of them i forget the, the name of the first one but there's the britannica mm-hmm. the britannic and the titanic okay kind of a cool story between the two of them um so yeah so the titanic on april 10th made its maiden voyage to leaving southampton uh united kingdom england to eventually to new york city it was going to stop once in canada and then end there um and then after four days on the atlantic something happened could we see like a map of this yes joe i would love to show you oh shoot map. you have it okay I okay have it. Yeah. yeah bring so it up bring share. it up bring it up yeah 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 so let me share my screen so this is the voyage of the titanic okay bam so you see Ooh. started in southampton, southampton okay and it kind of made a stop in cobb ireland i don't know how to pronounce that i'm assuming it's just cobb um before continuing through the atlantic ocean and hitting that more than halfway through their voyage yeah so, yeah, okay. so like you know good 75 80 percent away through and uh, off the coast of newfoundland south of that little jet of the of canada that you see there mm-hmm. uh where it says titanic site is where where yeah. it sunk mm-hmm. right sunk do they have the site of the iceberg crash it must it can't be too far away from that so that's where it is, right? They there. they basically so, they basically stopped there. They didn't go any further because yeah, of the they, water that started to come into the side mm-hmm. of the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's like five or six, uh, I think it was called, that was like blown open in the, in the the base, and it could only survive if four of them were were blown. Like uh, the air compartments that keep the ship floating. Mm-hmm. Um, so five of them were were destroyed and water flooded it, um, which caused it to. To inevitably sink break in half and then i think it was like 2 30 a.m mm-hmm. three o'clock on the 15th that it finally how many bottom. people were on that ship when it sank there were two two thousand people two thousand people okay and, and probably only like 30 survived yeah not very many no well, actually it was more like um actually it was a, it was a good portion of people okay. survived, but, but about 1500 people they predict um died on that day and a lot of them were men because of that rule right so women and children first yep uh take the take the but life. the boats did not have enough room for even these women and children 
that's the rumor that's the rumor okay yeah. well so, so it was drama so it was dramatized in good old titanic yeah exactly exactly which by the way uh yeah we're not showing a clip of that movie people come no, on no. Okay. um but what i want to show is probably the titanic sinking mm-hmm. i think i'm gonna let me look for it right now sure but the uh, so it's a, it's a crazy story, right? So this is one of the biggest disasters. It was the largest ship at the time that ever happened, you know, to 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 break into what's the word to want to sink, um, and um, yeah. All right. Okay, so after it had crashed into the iceberg, supposedly. All right, so probably sending out distress signals right now with them fireworks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and now you got the boats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven boats. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I'm counting the other side. Thirteen. And people, and they were lowered off at the top. Yeah. I, I count thirteen boats so far. Looks like we've. Okay. I'm only paying attention to the boats, but then you notice what else is happening around them. And it was supposed to be unsinkable. Yeah. But that but... was the rumor, but clearly. <laughs> On the maiden voyage, the first trip that it ever took, this happened. Oh, man. I wonder what time it sank. What time of night? I think it was like 2... Mm-hmm. 2... 2.30, 2.20, if I remember correctly. And what's happening right here is it's... Uh, oh, we got the mm-hmm. smokestacks. Yeah, the first one fell. Then eventually it dramatically breaks in half wow i i recognize this almost exactly from the dramatization <laughs> in the, the where, where, where's jack and rose yeah exactly <laughs> oh All we're right. gonna have that conversation I, I am fast forwarding a little bit sorry people but oh what, what happened there did that happen in the movie uh yeah something blew up, up. Yeah, in the engine room because it got filled oh shoot <laughs> that did not happen in the movie that might have i don't know well i don't know i don't remember Comment below if it actually did happen. Oh, they're showing a side shot. Okay, so yeah, the, the, light, the lights went off. The, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, so that's... It snaps in half. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. And now everybody's <laughs> probably flocking to the top of the ship. Yeah, so what, what they said was that over... Because they, they didn't have you know, a ton of those lifeboats, they weren't really able to save a ton of people. So a lot of them were just, you know, floating on luggage and swimming in the waters. Um, there's, they said it was approximately like 800 to 1,000 people that were just in the water. And there was actually one ship that came to rescue them. And they were only able to bring about 705 people onto the ship. So there was, by that point, uh, I'm sure that they were too late to grab a lot yeah, of other people in, in the frozen water. And who knows what could have happened They drowned and yeah, so they said like over fifteen hundred people died, and it was one of the biggest tragedies at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it obviously took the culture and the world by storm. The fact mm-hmm. that this horrible thing happened. Um, yeah. So, but I wanted to talk about too. It's kind of interesting. So again, so it's sister ship. So remember, it was it was made by this company that had a desire to make three Olympic class ships, so the biggest mm-hmm. ships. It's planning to make the biggest three ships in the world. Mm-hmm. Two of them were used for military purposes. The second one. The Britannica again. Mm-hmm. So the Titanic. Oh, I keep saying Britannica. It's not Britannica. It's Brit- the Britannic. Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> yeah, the Britannic um, was supposed to be also unsinkable. Like this is going to be an amazing warship. 
and it sunk. It sunk. The so sister ship. Yeah. Like uh, during a a fight or something, I forget. In World War One, it got there's like a, a repercussion from a, a missile. It didn't it wasn't struck by a missile, but missile. Missile. But it, <laughs> Michelin but man. It, but like through the shockwaves from a missile, it, it caused it to, to sink. Oh man. Crazy. But luckily, I think only 30 people died. I think the rest of them had enough time to evacuate. And they learned the lesson from the Titanic that they, they brought enough, you know, ships and or boats on board and everyone pretty much survived that. So yeah, so that happened in 1912. What a guilty pleasure Titanic was. Oh man. I yeah, I've seen it a couple times and I no, wasn't into it. <laughs> Why not? I I'm not really big on I don't know, the ending is just so sad. I mean, I I cried both times I watched it and it was just so agonizing to have to like witness this tragedy. Yeah. One time I watched a documentary, I was like 5 years old of Titanic. My parents were just watching. I was like, "Oh shoot, where's Jack and Rose?" They're like they were they were made up Joe and I'm like, "What? No." They, they couldn't really? they couldn't have been they couldn't have been mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah because the, um, because lo and behold when it came out on cable um what happened uh i was i watched the movie and mm. you know that infamous scene yeah. paint me like one of your french girls <laughs> you're watch a five-year-old watching it great greatest decision ever oh definitely <laughs> Nice. What, what were the people that were watching it with me thinking yeah exactly exactly what about the uh the end what do you think what do you think jack could have fit with her on that that's like the rumor right so that's the point of contention is that people say well jack could have definitely survived on that door that rose was floating on at the end instead of just dying and freezing in the water hmm. people say that he could have fit i have to think about this for a moment because I think the general consensus is that he could have fit on there, mm-hmm. but did Rose want him to? Ooh, <laughs> she didn't actually love him. <laughs> nah, but what could she have wanted it for? You know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Very cool. I, very I don't cool. know. I don't know. I think he could have fit on there. I saw the Titanic when it was it was released in 3D. Do you remember this? It was like 2000, no. uh, 2017, 2018. It was a 3D The 20th version. anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A 3D version was released, and I watched it in theaters, and I did not. I was painful. <laughs> I I mean, it's a good movie. I'll give it crop, like props. I'm, I'm not doing good with my words today, but I'll give it props. Happens it's a good to movie. Me. It's a good movie, um, but it's just not my type. I, it's, I don't like to be sad after watching It's one of the highest grossing movies of all time, even That's now. true. Well, James Cameron, right? He, he's got a knack for that. Same with Avatar. That movie came out in 97, right? And by that point in time, this is just me Tarantinoing. I know we're talking entertainment later, but it just ha- it just warrants it because we're talking the movie. Sure. George Lucas is filming episode one, The Phantom Menace at that point in time. And I watched the documentary of the fa- making of Phantom Menace. Wow. Watch it. George Lucas and my George Lucas impersonation. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to beat Titanic. I don't know if I'm going to be Titanic. <laughs> nice. Confidence. I don't know if I'm going to be Titanic. Because <laughs> episode one also grossed up a lot too. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know if I'm going to be Titanic. 
All right, Joe, what about this last, uh, this last okay. timeline? What, what do we got? Arguably one of the That's most tragic, we're talking tragic again, uh, just how it goes. April 14th, 1865, Abraham Lincoln, U.S. president, is shot in the head by John Wilkes Booth. Wow. So this is at the Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C. Mm. Uh, Abraham Lincoln dies the very next day. So the way it goes, um, Abraham Lincoln... Um, who, who we found out last week is a woman. Yeah, apparently we found him out as a woman. Um, if you Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> harken back to that episode. If I gotta find this, I gotta find this. Oh my goodness! Well, we can just we can encourage them to go to and watch the last episode. Yeah, I'm just gonna put it maybe on the Instagram video because sure, sure. it's it's good enough that you can see it all on YouTube because that conversation is gold. <laughs> Making this a happy moment, but anyway, uh, yeah, Abraham Lincoln. Civil War has just uh, reached its uh, conclusion, and he's up his, at his second term, Abraham Lincoln, or Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Booth, John Wilkes Booth, who committed the act, he didn't act alone. He had other conspirators working with him, supposedly, but he escaped after shooting him in the head, uh, escaped onto the stage uh, out the back door, and he was away for a while. He got away, um, but there was a doctor that happened to be there uh, that was called over and carried Lincoln across the street to uh, the Peterson house. And what the impact of this event, it was the first presidential assassination. Um, but the thing is, Booth thought he was such a revolutionary. He, he thought that this would aid the South, um, which just surrendered their federal forces. Yeah, which uh, didn't work. <laughs> no, no, completely backfired. What did he say again? He said when he, he said he said um, sick temper semper tyrannus seek shimper tyrannus something like that. Um, I forget what that means. Do you want to look it up for me? Sick semper tyrannus. It's like uh, end of the emperor or like yeah. Let me just look it up. I'll yeah, just Google it real fast, real quick. Yeah, he thought it would aid the South, which just surrendered federal forces. And there was this wanted poster that was out for him and eventually conspirators, too. Uh, you know, the conspirators were captured and Booth was shot attempting mm. to escape Union soldiers. Yeah, so it, it means thus always to tyrants, meaning that like suggesting that bad, you know, bad outcomes would eventually befall tyrants, which of course, yeah. Abraham Lincoln was not a tyrant, but no. Um. And then following his death, um, which is a really interesting story because he was brought from D.C. to Springfield, Illinois mm. by train. Um, there was wow. a nine car funeral train carrying uh, Lincoln to Springfield and people stopped by on the stops along the way to pay their respects. Wow. Really interesting. Uh, I've never yeah. heard that before. I haven't either. Yeah, I feel like it always ends like when he dies in the hospital the next day. Mm -hmm. I never really heard beyond that. I didn't know that he went back to Springfield. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's interesting. So, um, Joe, have you ever heard of the similarities between Kennedy and Lincoln? Briefly, but have you heard that like that's the stories? So I I'm not a conspirator. 
I'm like borderline. Okay. <laughs> a wanted poster will go out to you, I'm sure. Just believing like... in like conspiracy theories. But this was kind of, I thought this was kind of interesting at one point. The similarities between um, Kennedy and Lincoln. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my screen again. Do it. Because we're making some good topics here. Oh, where's my, uh, where is it? No, that's not it. I can't see. Is it this one? Oh, here it is. All right. So these are true statements. Let's see. The list. This is the following of the list of coincidences. The list. The list that are commonly associated with a conspiracy. Okay. So the belief is that there's so many similarities between the two that people are like thinking, well, maybe there's something more to this, you know, since there's so many similarities. Okay. Let's look at the first bullet. Lincoln and Kennedy each have seven letters. Oh, it must be true then. <laughs> they both have seven letters. I mean, come on. Who other? Well, like, there's no other names that have seven letters besides Lincoln and Kennedy. All right. Both presidents were elected to Congress in 46 and later to the presidency in 60. 1846, 1860. Is it trying to say that they were both like Lincoln and Kennedy reincarnated or there's something like that? There's okay. a connection between the two. All right, both married women in their 20s. Oh, just the decade, the decade of their 20s. While themselves were in their 30s. Huh. Why would a 30-year-old person who's in the 30s ever marry a 20-year-old in their 20s? It's unheard of. Yeah. All right, both lost a son while living in the White House. So both of them did lose a son. Oh, this is adding up. It must be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both were shot in the presence of their wives. The wife was presently with them while they were assassinated hmm. murder crazy both assassins both <laughs> both assassins john wilkes booth lee harvey oswald which also have three title three names within their name wow three of their names right where they were both born in a 39 and were known by their three names composed of 15 letters the same amount of letters again the letters thing are we also saying that these two were reincarnated uh I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Booth ran. Get this. This is crazy. This is crazy. Booth ran from a Ford, Ford's theater and was caught in a warehouse. Oswald ran from the, the Delhi Plaza warehouse and was caught in the theater. Okay. Both presidents were runner up, runners up for the party's nomination for vice president in 56. In a 56. This is a long list, much longer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> all right. And I'm not getting confused at all. Yeah. Mm, feel you. Both successors were Southern Democrats surnamed Johnson. Andrew Johnson for after Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Lyndon B. Johnson, right? Mm -hmm. Both were born in an 08 and their first names both contain six letters. Andrew and Lyndon in 1808 and then in 1908. The assassins, so, you know, John uh, Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald were both Southerners. Like, what's, what are the odds that they would be in the Southern America and Southern states? <laughs> Out of all the states that they Out could have been states, born in. They were from the South. Both were particularly concerned with civil rights and made their views strongly known in 63. Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation in 62, which became a law a year later, a century later. Kennedy 
presented his reports to Congress on civil rights during the famous March in Washington for Jobs and Freedom that same year. Mm. Crazy. Both presidents were shot in the head on a Friday and died at a nearby location. Okay. Lincoln was shot at Ford's Theater. Kennedy was shot in a Ford car, a Lincoln limousine. <laughs> Any thoughts yet? Have I lost you completely? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm right here with you. Lincoln had a secretary. Okay, Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy, who told him not to go to the theater. While Kennedy had a secretary named Evelyn Lincoln, and she warned him not to go to Dallas. Both Oswald and Booth were assassinated before they could be put on trial. Yeah, and both Oswald and Booth were assassinated before they could be put on trial. Who would have thought that the two guys who killed presidents would be wanted and also threatened? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's the whole list, right? So this all the claims of all the similarities between the two, which I think who would have thunk, but it says some of which are not true statements. So some of these are false. Okay. And then these are the descriptions. Coming from Wikipedia. Yeah, exactly. So somebody, a conspiracy theorist, made this list. <laughs> but I like it. But you can just kind of see there's a lot of like little things in here. Now, I don't know what this is supposed to mean or like what they're claiming here. But it's just interesting that there's so many similarities between the two. Huh. Well. <laughs> Are we Anyways, convinced? Are we convinced yet? I, I am convinced. This is a setup. It has to be. Entertainment. Where's the entertainment guys? Joe and Josh enter in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> That's and what the we... world wants to see. Yeah. So anyways, I'm excited. You know, this, this movie's coming out soon. This, yeah. this week, right? April 16th, something like that. Which or the is, 24th. Uh, Friday. Friday? Yeah, is it? Friday. On HBO Max. Wow. Are you going to watch it, Joe? Yeah, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm kind of lukewarm excited about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that crazy interested, but I, it, looks, it looks pretty good. Yeah, good I'm effects. I'm excited that, that there might be a good video game movie, because I feel like most video game movies are complete garbage. Well, except... Except... The original Mortal Kombat. The original Mortal Kombat. 1995. August 18th, 1995. Oh, so I was summer summer blockbuster mm. is does august count as like a summer blockbuster because i feel like summer blockbusters around like the july 4th time mm. i guess so because it's That's, technically in the summer okay but it's like late summer i feel like because kids are going mm. back to school then it's a weird time for it i wonder what else came in out in 1995 because if it conflicted because apparently i just found this out now that i'm thinking about it 1995 august 18th 19, this was the this went to number one, uh, the 95 uh, Mortal Kombat movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because the video games came out in like 1992, Mortal Kombat 1. I don't know when number two came out. So but People were excited about them. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely. I see that. And of course, the, the controversy from that video game completely changed yeah. like rating systems. Yeah. Did that come out with rated M after the... Well, they, they did, they, um, well, because it went to trial, right? Because everyone was appalled at the, the fact that there's blood in a video game. And breaking um, out people's spines and, oh, yeah, you and know, stuff. 
gore and violence and killing and whatever. Yeah, um, this is the first time that ever that this is you know was ever pretty much shown. I think in a video game, mm -hmm. um, which then triggered them to make a rating system for video games. The ESRB ratings uh, was formed because of this. It's only natural that it would come to make this type of violent video game because you have your uh, Dig Dug, you've got your your Cubert, you've got your uh, yeah. your Frogger, mm -hmm. and then uh, with all those eight bit pixelated uh, games yeah, and, your, and then Pac Man's and yeah, all the stuff that you know is just kind of for fun that kids would enjoy. And when they mm -hmm. would go to the arcade and play these games, then all of a sudden you know you go to this arcade and you see people get their spines ripped out and their heads chopped off and like blood was spewing everywhere so i think that, that it was just you know shocked people at first i think the first well, time like, I, like older people you yeah know. who probably protested this yeah oh, oh, Would, wouldn't be teenagers wouldn't be kids yeah, nope. they, would, yeah they wouldn't care it would be older folks they said like look at this look at how disgusting this is why is this allowed <laughs> this is gonna but, cause my children to go crazy first time i played mortal Kombat, it was in like a hotel like what was it like a stairwell of a hotel and i don't know why like a, it wasn't an arcade, arcade it was machine? like it was yeah it was an arcade machine mm. in like a hotel stairwell the bottom of it wow. and, and my dad and i were just walking like mortal Kombat, joe have you played mortal Kombat? <laughs> i was like seven years old nice that um, was your first experience huh? that was my first mine, experience i don't remember mine i think i had the PlayStation 2 one, the Mortal mm -hmm. Kombat Armageddon that we played, but that was nothing like the original ones. Mm -hmm. um, I don't Water think down. I haven't really played the original Mortal Kombat's before. I've seen people play they them have to have it. They have and... to have it online. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Maybe we can uh, put as an extra scoop on, uh, we, we could try to find it online. There you go. There you go. I'm bad you. But um, yeah, so the, so the movie, the movie. You're talking about the 95 one? We don't have much detail on the 2021 version. Sure. Um, I'm sure we just it'll have come... that trailer, right? Yeah, we we have a little bit. We have some uh, characters that are going to take place. Like for example, this is something that makes me not too excited about this. If they if it eventually is successful, they'll probably add this character in. They don't have Johnny Cage. Mm, they don't. Uh, yeah, they they have like a. They have another guy that looks like Johnny Cage. Um, and they call him like Cole Young or something like that. Oh, I see. Now, is that you think that's going to be Johnny Cage, or do you think that's going to be like a could be? It could be a surprise. So, character. I'll I'll still watch it. Um, you have like your awesome characters like Shang Tsung and Raiden and, and, and Sonya and Sonya and Scorpion. And Scorpion, yep. You, you're the the classic cast. Mm -hmm. Um. So. You don't really have a lot of good video game movies. Um, you really don't. The ones, the ones that came out before this were uh, Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Uh, before, With, uh, before. John Claude Van Damme. They were actually <laughs> going to have John Claude Van Damme as Johnny Cage in this '95 version. Really? Yeah. Wow. So he was, did, he, did he decline it because he was doing Street Fighter? Yep. And look how that turned out. Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, who else was going to be Johnny Cage? We'll, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What other video game movies came out? The Super Mario Bros. That's right. Oh, oh my gosh. That was so bad. Yep. <laughs> yep. Right, right, right. And then later on, you have uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, which bombed. Uh, yeah. You have, oh, you have all the Resident Evil movies. Right. Well, I heard those were like borderline. That those were like some people thought they were decent. 
But that, yeah. who was the who was the lady who did that? Mila Mila Jovovich. Oh, oh my, my gosh, Mila Jovovich. Yeah, something about her. My favorite movie ever from Mila Jovovich is The Fifth Element with yeah, Bruce, I was gonna say Bruce that. Willis. She it's was the one in Fifth so, Element. Oh, so campy, but it's like my yeah, yeah, favorite yeah. movie from her. I liked it. I liked it though. You know, it is it is definitely campy, but the yeah, it's it's classic. One of those classics that like it was always on TV. You know, uh-huh. so you would always yeah. watch it when it was on TV. Yeah, yeah. And then what's uh Chris Tucker, right? Oh, that, he was in it. Ruby <laughs> Rod. Come in, come in, my man. Come, my man. <laughs> uh, I got I got no fire. You got any matches, Father? You smoke. <laughs> His his scream at the very end of uh, you know yeah. when when Bruce Willis is is, is attempting to uh, uh, destroy bo- the yeah destroy yeah. the balcony. Oh my gosh! Please yeah, watch the, the fifth element. Oh my gosh! The scream is so good. <laughs> love it, love 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 it. Uh, we're we're gonna talk uh, Resident Evil because there is some connection to that with those movies. Don't okay. let me forget, please. Okay, so a little bit of facts, and we're going to look at this article from, first off, the 95 movie. Mm. So interesting thing about this. All right, let's go into it. Oh, man, you are not going to believe what you are going to see right now, man. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, you see this? Five things that age like fine wine. And five things that age terribly. terribly. (laughs) Okay, so this is Mortal Kombat 1995. If anybody recognizes any of these actors, you can probably at least recognize one. When my father first showed me this movie, Mm -hmm. like in 1999, whatever, a couple years after this movie came out, I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm curious, let's see. It's the grandfather from Johnny Tsunami. What? That's right. Yep. Wow. I'm, I never made that connection. Grandfather Capahala. <laughs> wow. How about that? That's Crazy, right? So. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. He is the villain, people. Please watch this. It might be on Netflix. We watched it on Netflix, Josh, right? We did. We when, did. We, when we first... Uh, we're living together. We watched mm. this movie just because it was like a snow day or something like that. We were all snowed in and we That's watched right. this we movie. We watched it. That's right. It was a snow day and I didn't have to go to work. Nope. None of us did. That's and it what was, happened. And it was graceful. Oh yeah. It was a beautiful time. Oh, speaking of which. Okay. <laughs> so you go. got Shang Tsu, you got Liu Kang, our, 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 the chosen one. They always, they always say the chosen one for the chosen any, one, yeah. for any movie, Anakin Skywalker. You have Sub-Zero. Okay. Mm-hmm. Movies based on video games have become infamous for their hit or miss reception. Mostly miss. Either Mostly they are miss, utter yeah. disaster as both film and adaptation, a la Blood Rain or Resident Evil. All right, don't let me forget. It's a sign. Or they are surprise gems like Sonic the Hedgehog. Very good movie. Actually. I didn't watch I didn't watch that. It's not Is bad. It, not not bad. bad. That's the one with Jim Carrey, right? Yeah, not bad. They're gonna do a sequel, or at least they set up for one. Okay. For the most famous example, 1995, Mortal Kombat. dub it in 25 (laughs) years later so at this point it's like 26 years later um just about all right classic the fight choreography remains top notch Mm. okay the way that they film it some of it hasn't aged well but a lot of these people were professional fighters johnny cage Liu kang Mm -hmm. yeah professional fighters sonya blade not really watch it she was she was she's pretty dope though she was uh in billy madison you'll you'll recognize her Mm. she was in what was the one oh man where she was also like a ba good old fighter veronica vaughn yeah i can't remember 
Yeah, I would have to say that this is very much true for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. Spe- especially when fighting, you know, CGI. Uh, not CGI, practical effects, uh, robot mm-hmm. characters. Robotic. All right, dated. The CGI and digital effects look like cartoons. Yeah, that oh, reptile boy. was so oh, bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was really bad. And this is very much true with Mortal Kombat Annihilation. They came out with a sequel two years later. That's right. When everyone was recast. Except for like Liu Kang and um, I think Princess Katana. Was Raiden was Raiden the same? He was recast. Oh, he was recast. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll get into Raiden because I love Raiden. I will not change that casting for any reason at all. Right, right. Um, classic. The movie is still eye candy. Now, what do they mean by that? Just the way it looks. Just, every, it looks appealing. You know, the looks are good. Every location in this movie looks amazing and shows that Paul W.S. Anderson. Oh yeah, the director. Don't let me forget about this Resident Evil. He did Evil. it. Yep. He was also the director of Resident Evil movies. Which, by the way, oh my gosh. So this guy came out with this awesome video game movie. I might as well just show this right now because he came out, he directed, I think every single Resident Evil movie with Milo Jovovich. Okay. Um, And I'm not a big fan of Resident Evil movies, but this is uh, from the 2012 version. And this, we we owe the chance to watch this. I I muted it just for this purpose. And we're going to watch this action scene at the very end, I think, the end of the movie. Okay. Oh man. All right, let's do this, Josh. So this is Afterlife, Chris, Claire, and Alice versus Wesker, which is the main villain. Oh, is she going to kick the glass? Oh, she kicked the glass. <laughs> so glass was falling from the ceiling. And then, and, and what's it going <laughs> to... Oh, and then slices the zombie dog. <laughs> is this the same Anderson that made There Will Be Blood? Or is that a different one? Uh, Who directed that I movie? think that might be Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas, uh-huh. P.T. Anderson. Yeah. There's a couple of Andersons that are directors, and I couldn't remember which one was which. Huh. Yeah, I doubt that was this one because he's actually a really good director. <laughs> Nerfed violence and no fatalities. That's right, because they had to keep it a PG 13 rating, right? Exactly. Okay, so people still died, but you didn't have taking out people's spines and you didn't you couldn't have... see it though. You couldn't yeah. see like the actual like death action. The games marked their his their mark made their mark in history for their violence and fatalities that gave birth to the rating system like we were talking about before. The 95 movie does have some fun kills like uh Liu Kang and uh Shang Tsung. Mm -hmm. Uh okay the soundtrack is pure perfection. Oh so good. This was this. this was my soundtrack for any gym class. Yes. Whenever you, I do anything that's like physical, I play the song. If you know, you know. It play it's played at clubs and parties all over the world. Really? Really? Uh, probably not nowadays. But. No, back then maybe. All right, dated. Goro is straight up goofy oh, these man. days. All right, so awful practical yeah. effects. They use CGI sparingly, and I I will give it merit to I, a lot of merit. Yeah, it's great that it's real. You know, it's cool like the animatronic, but man, mm-hmm. does it not look good. <laughs> and and it scared people when it first came out, I'm sure. Um, he, and he had a good introduction, killer theme song, you know, uh, and a great fight with Johnny Cage. You know, he punched him right in the... Yeah, yeah. Right, right in the, right the, in the buttons. Right in the buttons. <laughs> the family jewels. Um, but his movements are pretty awkward. So, yeah, yeah I will yeah, agree yeah. with that. All right. Top four. Classic. Elements of the movie became mainstays in the games. So we're looking okay. at a picture of Kano right here. Okay. Mm-hmm. By 95, Mortal Kombat games did have an extensive story that did they not. do did not have it. Okay, sorry, that they do now. So the movie did as much 
as they could with what little they had. I'm sure that's what led to its success because they didn't have to bank off of any other story from that's a previous. True. Yeah. True. yeah, they didn't have to follow the, mm-hmm. the, or, yeah, the format. Uh, so Kano was completely different as a character. Yeah, he had an Australian accent in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Kano has been depicted in the same vein as Trevor Goddard's performance. Uh, wow. Shang Tsung's iconic, your soul is mine, <laughs> was brought forth in later iterations. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah, Thank you, Johnny Capahala's grandfather. (laughs) All right. Dated. A great ending that could have led to something greater. Oh, here we go with the sequel. Oh, yeah. All right. While this less of a while this is less of a flaw with the movie, but rather a result of the abomination that was Mortal Kombat Two: Annihilation. So bad. Did you ever watch it? We I we watched like the first twenty minutes, and we we you and I did right. You and I did did together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sets up a sequel perfectly. It's very quick, rather. The tournament has been run, won by Earthrealm. And then Emperor Shao Kahn shows up, your souls are mine. And then it cuts to credits. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I, I could see that. Classic. A dedicated and outstanding cast. That's true. Yes. Very Shang Tsung. You've got Raiden by Highlander's Christopher Lambert. They were going to put Sean Connery in there. <laughs> They were Sean Connery. Do you imagine Sean Connery as Raiden? <laughs> no. no, maybe, maybe. You have Liu Kang, you've got um, Sonya Blade, Veronica Vaughn. And then here we go with Johnny Cage. I think this is great casting. Honestly, yeah. they were going to put uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. They were because I would actually consider this guy right here, knock off Tom Cruise. Yeah, I was going to say, they Tom Cruise was actually in the running too. Yep. Right? Yep, mm. but he was uh, what was he filming like The Firm or something like that? Some movie, yeah. Well, um, that was when did that come out? Yeah, 93. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, he did some other movie, um, mm. but I don't know. Um, but I think this is really great casting, so um, yeah, Raiden, best version, best version, <laughs> there's nothing like it. The fate of billions will depend upon you. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The fate of billions will depend upon you. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) That's gonna, we're gonna put that in as like a a staple for this podcast. I'm sure we can take like the audio, like that that laugh, the fate of billions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take it. We'll, yeah, we'll dub it for this scene anyway. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, Scorpion and Sub-Zero are completely wasted characters. They are. That's true. That's true. That's like I would the one say flaw. this rings a little bit true. Yeah, we never had a fight between these two characters like we will in the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I did like the Scorpion and Johnny Cage fight. That was pretty good. That was good. I will, I will admit that. And isn't it like in this movie, there's like a reptile that like spews out of Scorpion's palm. Right. Because I thought it was, it was supposed to be a chain, right? It's supposed this to be a initially? chain. But right. I guess like they this took like, like a some, biting thing. They had some liberties there. Yeah. Even if uh, one were to ignore the whitewashing cast, it says in the article, this was still a very poor treatment of characters. Uh, so instead of Scorpion hunting Sub-Zero for the framed murder of his family and clan, while Sub-Zero fights for Earthrealm, both are just silent villains who act as glorified thugs for Shang Tsu. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I guess. I see that. Huh. 
Because it's oh, supposed I'm... to be like, you know, rivals that are, you know, the butt heads. And uh, they just, they don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and the characters don't really shine through. Huh. That's interesting. Right. And so they were pretty underutilized. Yeah. This is actually pretty good casting. Um, I would have to say that we're probably in the good clear right here. Look at, yeah. I don't know. You can't do any better than that. They that's also true. put Reptile in there. Yeah, that's right. He was originally this. Uh, that the, the awful CGI thing. Yeah, where, where is, is he? Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was so bad. But then became the human form that they fought. Yeah. Um, and and, and they episode. they broke a lot of ribs and a lot of bones. Uh, Veronica Vaughn's like shoulder. Uh, they had to like put it back. Put it. Yeah. yeah so they just like toughed it out all those actors because they could have easily shut down set but you know uh take a look at the rep take a look at the reptile fight when uh reptile like kicks Liu kang into the wall Hmm. or or right into like some stone or something like that he like hurt his ribs or something like that like fractured Hmm. a rib or something like that and he just kept going dedication yeah oh my goodness i i don't know it's a guilty pleasure that movie and even yeah. in a sense, Annihilation, when all those actors mm. are recast, it's kind of a guilty pleasure, not so much. It's just bad, bad acting, yeah, bad yeah. I, I, I always heard that the Mortal Kombat movies were terrible. But then when we watched the first one, I was like, this is, a, this is pretty good, actually. Like, I, I, no, I kind of like yeah. it. I really liked the first one. And then, yeah, the, the second one is, no bueno. Yeah. And um, they, they, they killed my man, Johnny Cage. All of those actors probably decided not to come into the next movie because of how bad the script was yeah knowing how bad it was gonna be yeah Yeah. that's why they probably recast and everything but there are so many memeable moments on each of them uh for example like you know when we watch that honest trailer um Mm. with um what is it every single fight it seems like shang sung uh johnny cabal is uh the the actor he is always like always filmed standing up yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) like he sits down and he stands up during let me find it shang sung standing up <laughs> that, that took multiple takes. <laughs> the apple, the apple throw. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> I love that apple throw. He just like he just like yeets it. Like. <laughs> oh man! Oh, man. Your soul is mine. Soul is mine. You will, will be, be next, Lou. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, good. Please stuff. watch the movie. It's not going to be an in joke anymore. Yeah, yeah. Watch the movie. Let us know what you think in the comments. or both or both. Both. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. even even if you watch the compilation of Mortal Kombat two, of just like how bad it is, because I'm sure they've got a compilation. Yeah. That that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Totally. Check it out. It's good stuff. Okay, I think that was in entertainment. <laughs> These two bros, you know, reminiscing over the golden era. We're, we're in the golden times right now. That's right. It's beautiful. It's good stuff. All right, Joe. So, yeah, yeah, everybody, listeners, leave some comments. Let us know what you think. Leave some questions. We want to get some questions going here. We want that segment going. So, if you like this, anything, pause the video, leave some questions. Why am I sitting in the closet? That's a good question. It's a great question to ask. 
or why is Joe so amazingly handsome? Just put it, just put it down, put it down. And then we'll answer these questions in the next episode. <laughs> and subscribe, hit that bell button. I can't make a thumbnail for the handsome one, man. I just can't do it. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. Well, I'll do it, I'll do it. It'll be like your head on Thor's body. <laughs> on the, uh, the fat body, right? Oh, the fat one, yeah, the fat Thor. I am new master six nine. <laughs> You're the one. You are the one. <laughs> it, it's it's confirmed. Chris Hemsworth, I'm the new master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Make sure that you guys subscribe, uh, like, comment on this video. Any questions that you have, we will be sure to answer this. And more to come. We're gonna make sure that we put up guests too. It's not just gonna be us anymore. Uh, we're, we're gonna be launching uh, guests. Uh, so more on that to come. Uh, we're really excited to be dishing that out for you guys. Um, basically any type of uh, job, uh, a person that has like a various job, we're gonna make sure that we get that their perspective, whether it be from social workers to uh, graphic designers, it, we're gonna make sure that we get them into the conversations too, because it's not just gonna be us anymore. Although we'll be your main candidates, we're just gonna make sure also that we get other people into the mix. And it's gonna be a really good time and we're excited to dish out and to share that with you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. All right, um, so subscribe, like the channel, and uh, we're gonna see you guys next week. Bye Alrighty. guys. Alrighty, peace out y'all. <laughs>